there were new documents filed in the Letitia Stout case. Looks like Letitia is refusing her law library access. And in court this week, there's a hearing with Rob Wood, John Pryor, and Mark Means. They're at it again, only this time over DNA issues. And in other news, there was a body recovered in the area not too far from where Justin Evans lives. But before I get into it, be sure to click that subscribe button to get those updates, hit the like button and hit the share button. Now, let's get into it. New documents have been filed in the Letitia Stout case. As I mentioned, Letitia is refusing her law library access, something that she actually filed for on March the 5th. And in a March 5th court hearing, Letitia stated that she only had access one time per week to the law library. However, a jail official stated that she actually gets two visits per week for two hours at a time. She did complain in that hearing that she's not sure how she's gonna get through all that information. She also complained about being in restraints while at the library. And in that hearing, a sheriff commander actually said that she will not be in full restraints and that the jail can make accommodations so that she can complete her research. Now, a few days after that, on the 9th of March, as I did mention in a previous video, she refused then to go to the library as she said she didn't have anything to read at the time. What happened was there was discovery pages, however, they weren't redacted, so they couldn't give it to her, so that is understandable. Then a few days later on March 12th, there was another hearing and she was granted permission to have the core discovery documents in her cell as long as she kept it neat and tidy and within a certain type of box. The rest of it, all 26,000 pages, would be put on a digital drive and that she would access while in the law library. Now, two weeks later on March 30th, she refused again to go to the library. She was reminded that if you refuse to go to the library, you may be removed off the list for a total of 90 days. So on the 19th of April, there were documents that were filed. And on April 2nd, 2021, at about 2025 hours, which is 8.25 p.m., it says, I entered the jail cell of inmate Letitia Stoke to personally notify inmate Stoke that a refusal to attend the law library program would result in suspension of the privilege. It goes on to say, I told her I really wanted her to take advantage of the law library program she'd refused to attend recently. Ms. Stoke repeatedly said for me to, quote, take me off the law library list and that she didn't need the law library. I told her the refusal to attend would result in a suspension of her law library privileges for 90 days. Ms. Stokes stated her reason for refusing to attend during the hours we'd specified for her was because of medical concerns. She was concerned that her drowsiness would interfere with the early morning hours of her law library slots. I told inmate Stoke our medical staff could address her medical concerns to better fit with her assigned law library schedule. Inmate Stoke began to argue about her specific medical circumstances and asked if I expected her to sleep all day. I again told her it was in her best interest to participate in the law library program as a pro se inmate and we could address her medical concerns to work with her law library times. She again said she didn't need the law library, thanked me for my help, and told me to take her off the law library list a third time. So here we hear her talk about medical concerns, that she's going to be too drowsy to go to the law library. 
and the commander says okay well we'll make accommodations and we'll figure it out and then she still says nope take me off of the list now it kind of sounds like she's on some possible medications i don't know that it just this is what it sounds like now the confusing part is the commander gives her a solution and she's saying well what do you expect me to sleep all day so this is interesting it doesn't surprise me but it's interesting i do wonder if there's something else that happened also i wonder how much of the core discovery that leticia has actually gone through and perhaps it spooked her maybe to go into the library just because there is so much information and she's thinking i need a backup plan or some other plan these are just natural questions so on april 8th it says that she's now removed from the law library list now when you add 90 days, it ends up being July 7th that she's restricted. Notable, May 20th is her preliminary hearing. So I wonder what her plan is at this point. The judge did say in the past that if she fails to show up to court or if she pulls anything, for lack of a better term, that she wouldn't be able to represent herself anymore and the trial will continue. What are your thoughts? Do you think this is just a game right now? Or do you think she's starting to freak out? Maybe she wants somebody else to help represent her because she's not going to be able to do this after reading some things in the court discovery. Just a thought. And for someone who's very, very vocal about her constitutional rights, you'd think she'd take every single opportunity to go to the law library. It seems like there's a whole lot of excuses even though she said she really wants to be in the library, but now she can't get access. She's not able to get out of restraints. And they said, oh yeah, yes, yes, you can. You'd think she would take every opportunity to go to that library and do whatever she can. She did say she was willing to work on her case around the clock. Doesn't look like it though, does it? Let me know what you think in those comments below. Next, a last minute court hearing was scheduled for this week on April 28th at 9 a.m., that's this Wednesday. John Pryor filed a motion to oppose use and motion to preserve DNA samples. Rob Wood sent something to the defense saying that he will be doing DNA testing on samples from law enforcement and that it would completely consume the remaining DNA evidence by doing so. In John's motion, it says, comes now John Pryor counsel for the defendant and hereby respectfully requests the court set an expedited hearing for defendant Chad Daybell's motion to oppose use and motion to preserve DNA samples, motion for photographic recording of all serology samples and other visual tests, motion to review all lab records, processing procedures, policy procedures, and reports of the state lab or other lab performing tests on samples related to the case, that on April 21st, 2021, the special prosecutor Rob Wood sent correspondence to defense counsel that he intends to perform DNA testing on samples obtained by law enforcement. On April 21st, 2021, he submitted to my office notice that there is additional discovery not yet provided to defense counsel that will be forthcoming. This additional discovery included but was not limited to some DNA testing that had not yet been provided to the defense. That he notified my office by such correspondence that additional DNA testing would completely consume the remaining DNA evidence obtained by law enforcement. This would preclude the defense from seeking independent testing by their own expert. The defendant is requesting the following, that the court order the state to not pursue any testing on remaining DNA samples until such time as the defense can obtain half of all samples to allow defense to perform their own DNA testing of all samples. 
that the court ordered the state to provide all records, reports, documentation related to the testing that has been performed to date. That the court ordered the state to allow defendant's DNA expert to go directly to any lab testing such samples to review, copy, photograph, and document any and all processes, tests, procedures, and testing procedures that will be performed on the additional samples and have been performed to date provide to the defense any and all other evidence related to DNA testing in this case. That the court order the testing agency performing any test to photograph, record, and document any serology, microscopy, or other visual tests performed or to be performed on any DNA sample related to this case. That the state be ordered to allow defendant's DNA expert to examine all quantification evidence, extraction evidence used and documented by the state's lab. That the court set an expedited hearing on this matter to avoid the state moving on its intention to consume all DNA evidence prior to defense having the opportunity to even review such evidence. Dated this day, 22nd day of April 2021, John Pryor, attorney for defendant. Then Mark Means followed suit of course, and had a whole lot to say, but yet very little. Here's what it reads. I joined in Mr. Pryor's objection regarding consuming all remaining DNA samples and testing. If you proceed, I will seek, as Mr. Pryor stated, all remedies available for my client for this unprecedented attempt to unconstitutionally handicap the defense in this case by your suggested actions. As a formal notice, I am requesting, as if discovery requests were not sufficient, that all reports, records, information, notes, etc., be provided immediately regarding this matter and any other matter or issued in regard to this case. Your office continually appears to have intentionally and wrongfully withheld its discoverable information and documents to date for unreasonable amounts of time. Please confirm through writing that you will comply with these requests today. Email will be appropriate or I will seek injunctive relief as well as other remedial measures readily available. Regards, Mark L. Means. Now back on April 15th, Rob Wood actually emailed John Pryor talking about a recent court hearing. It says, Mr. Pryor, I'm including Judge Boyce and Mr. Means on this correspondence because I am following up on a matter that you brought up during our recent status conference on April 7th, 2021. You mentioned at the conference that you estimate you are missing 30 items in discovery from the state. To date, I have not received any specific information from you regarding what you are missing in the discovery from the state. You did send two letters regarding discovery in the recent months, and we responded to those requests before our recent status conference. I would note that all the items requested in those letters had already been provided to you or have since been provided to you other than Tammy Daybell's autopsy report, which the Fremont County Prosecutor has not and will not provide to my office. You did mention at the hearing that you have not had the opportunity to review everything that we sent to you. Needless to say, we were surprised by your statement in court that you are missing such a large number of items. According to our records, we believe we have provided you with every document in our possession that you are entitled to under the law. My paralegal is preparing a small supplemental disclosure of items we have just recently received and it will be sent to you and Mr. Means no later than next week. However, if you believe otherwise, please provide me with a list of the specific information that you are missing and legally entitled to in this case so that I can address your concerns. Regards, Rob H. Wood. So what's interesting in this document, Mr. Means actually then says, the attached is a true and correct copy of midnight correspondence to counsel from prosecutor in this matter. He says, as well as true and correct copy of the email sent from prosecutor Wood, which was CC to the court directly. 
Council has previously requested that this prosecutor cease all CC information with the court as that is improper, is a form of ex parte communications and the like. Read this out loud, I dare you. <laughs> this continual improper communication places this court in an awkward situation unnecessarily by said prosecutor. It appears the prosecutor is attempting a backdoor communications method to potentially protect himself from a Brady violation finding of this court based on the prosecutor's continual refusal to provide full and complete discovery responses. These direct improper ex parte communications are potentially making this court an unnecessary witness in future litigation. Defendant Lori Daybell hereby requests, as set out by Mr. Pryor, all relief sought in his motion and an order of this court of instruction to counsel to cease this unnecessary ex parte communication. Basically, when it comes to Mark Means, in my opinion, ever since Rob Wood was recorded with Garrett Smith, there has been a major issue because of what Rob Wood said about Mark Means and that he's never done criminal work before or he's uh, not really had much experience. Mark Means has been having a fit, in my opinion, for the last little bit. You can tell that just by looking at his responses in his documentation. I will keep you updated on this Wednesday's court hearing. It should be interesting yet again. Now in the Justin Evans case. Last Monday on April the 19th, there was a body that was found in the Huntsville area of Ontario. Huntsville is approximately 40 minutes north of Kilworthy where Justin Evans lived. The body has not yet been identified and hasn't specified as to whether being male or female. There are others missing from that area, and at this point it could be anyone. I'm waiting on further information. Also, a lot of viewers have a lot to say in this case, and rightly so. I want to also remind those who watch. Just because I put out a video that's focusing on one area or people doesn't mean that I'm not looking elsewhere. There's a ton of research that goes on, there's a ton of people to be looking at, and it takes hours and hours of looking into these things. Also, not to mention, sifting through what's real and what's not. As I said before, I start at the home and I work my way out. There are some other people that I am looking at, but until I have more information, that video has to wait. It's been four months since something happened to Justin, and it's torture for the family to not know what happened and not know where their loved one is. And now there's further torment in waiting for a body to be identified, not knowing if it's Justin. It's also hard because on one hand, family needs answers and they need closure. And on the other hand, that truth is unbearable. I'll be sure to keep you posted. Please subscribe if you haven't done so already. Please like and please share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.